Welcome. You are listening to a sermon from Christ Chapel Barry. Listen and be blessed. favor with God and your favor will be permanent in Jesus name we started looking at the topic divine favor last week and we looked at a few things about divine favor we looked at some individuals that found favor but you see today being our mother's day we want to look at a specific woman that found favor with God I want to look at a few things about her what qualified her for favor how did she manage the favor? How did she ensure that long after she is gone, we still refer to her as the woman who was what? Favored. And so that's all going to be discussing in a few minutes. Because we have a lot of things to do today. We have baby dedication. We want to celebrate our mothers. So I'm sure nobody here will be looking at his wristwatch. Tell somebody amen. So, especially the men. So, our mothers should be on alert. If you see any man looking at his sweet sword. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, in the passage that we read, the Bible makes us to understand that Mary found favor with God. And the question I asked myself when I was looking at this passage is, why did she find favor with God? Mary was not the only woman in Israel. She wasn't the only virgin in Israel. So how come it was Mary? Why was it not, uh, uh, what, another name? Naomi. Naomi <laughs> Yes. Why was it not Sister Patience? Why was it Mary? And I took note of a few things about Mary that I want us to take note of. Those things can work with us too and ensure that not only do we find favor, but that favor works for us. Amen. Favor will work for you in Jesus' Amen. name. The first thing about Mary is that she found favor with God because of who she was. Because of what? Because of the person that she was. What was important about this is the fact that she was a descendant of David. Mary was a descendant of David. And that tells me and tells someone here something today. If you are associated with the source of divine favor, you will find favor. Amen. By the way, when we talk of finding favor, it means you don't just pick favor on the street. Is that not so? You look for it and you get it. So you can't just walk in and out and say, oh, I have favor. I'm endowed with favor. No, it doesn't happen that way. There are prerequisites for finding favor and we talked about them last week. So Mary, because she was a descendant of uh, David, was aligned for the favor required for her to be the mother of Jesus. In Matthew chapter 1 verse 16, the Bible says, And Jacob begat Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is all Christ. When you go to Luke chapter 3 verse 23, Luke 3, 23, the Bible says, And Jesus himself began to be about 30 years of age, being as was supposed, 
the son of Joseph, which was the son of Heli. Now we are made to understand that the genealogy in the book of uh, Luke is the genealogy of Mary. The one in Matthew is the genealogy of uh, Joseph. Both of them traced their heritage to who? To David. And that's very important. Most of them look back and can say, David is my father. John chapter 1 verse 12. John 1 12 says, As many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. There is a prerequisite today that you must have if you are going to enjoy the favor that Mary enjoyed. And it's very simple. As many as received him. Have you received him? Can you ask somebody beside you? Have you received him? <laughs> because if you have not received him, you don't have the power to become a son of God or a daughter of God. And if you don't have that power, that's why favor is far from you. I pray for someone here today, you will find favor. Amen. I say you will find favor. Amen. And favor will work for you in the name of Jesus. Amen. So that's number one. Who she was opened the door and made the way for favor in her life. Number two, her character attribute as a virgin prepared the ground for her. She was not the only daughter of David at that point in time. Is that not so? Oh, there were many others. But she had a character attribute that nobody could take away from her. The Bible says she was a virgin. Who is a virgin? Number one, a virgin is a marriageable maiden. Does that make sense? When I say somebody is marriageable, somebody help me out. What does that mean? Old enough to be married. What else? Marriageable maiden. It means not all maidens are marriageable. Yes. And it's not necessarily because of age. Is that not so? Some maidens, they desire to be married, but the virtues that will enable them to be married are what? They are lacking. They are lacking. And so, even if the brother comes one day and says, Sis, how are you now? The following day, the brother will not come back. These are facts of life. True or false? Some, it is spiritual. Some, it is what? It's spiritual. I've, I've shared with us here before. A sister that went and met the Jew. I said, Daddy, look at me. Am I not beautiful? Am I not the type of person any man would want to marry? Why? He said, not even one brother. She means some people, they will say, I, my, I know my sister. And the following day, they will decide. He said, not even one brother has said unto me, I want to marry you. And the Lord spoke to the, uh, that the Jew. And the Lord made me realize that any brother interested in that sister, so long as it's just, oh, bro, sis, God bless you, no problem. When the brother looks at the sister, he sees a beautiful young lady. The moment the brother says, I want to marry this sister, what happens? When he looks at her, he sees the head of a goat. And that is why anybody that, get, that is interested in that sister, they do what? They run. Others will still be around. But those that are interested in that to the point of getting married, they find their level. So, such a sister has been made unmarriageable. If there be any such joke in the house today, the Lord will break it in Jesus' name. Amen. I said the Lord will break it in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Who is a virgin? A virgin is someone who has abstained from all uncleanness and wardom, attendant on idolatry, and who has kept herself and who has kept her chastity. Now we are, we are talking about her because we are talking about who Mary. So the word virgin applies to both male and female. And so we are talking about someone who has abstained from uncleanness and wardom. That applies to male and female. Because these are things that are, I mean, edging on idolatry. These are things that will not enable the brother or the sister to keep themselves chaste. The Bible says, keep yourself pure. Tell somebody, keep yourself pure. Brethren, there is no corruption in purity. Does that make sense? Ajayan Rasiya gave an example. He said, get a bucket of pure water. And this is pure water that is pure, not because they put it in sachet. Amen? Amen. I think the, the purest form of water that we drink is the water called distilled water. So get a bucket of distilled water and get a newborn baby. The baby is just a day old. And the baby has, uh, has done what, is, is it major, you call it or minor? Major. <laughs> and then just a dot of the baby's pool, put it in that bucket of distilled water. Is that water still pure? Do we understand what we are saying? So when the Bible says, keep yourself pure, brethren, purity means what? Purity. That's why the Bible says, Jesus is coming for a church without what? Spot or wrinkle. Without spot or That's the church he's coming for. That's the brother he's coming for. That's the sister he's coming for. That is the person that will be prepared and ready and willing for what? For divine favor. That's the brother God, that God will favor. One that has the character attributes of a virgin. A brother that is not polluted. A sister that is not polluted. One that has made up his mind, like Joseph said. said, how can I do this evil? And do what? And sin against God. The brother that knows that sin is against God and not against his wife. The sister that knows that sin is against God and not against who? Her husband. Or as the case may be, the sister that knows that sin is against God and not against her fiancé. The brother that knows that sin is against God and not against what? His fiancé. The brother that knows that it is a sin to go around sowing wild oats. I'm sure somebody knows what I'm saying. Before they get married. Brethren, there is no other name for sin. Sin is what? Very simple. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So she has some character attributes that set her apart. So when God looked around, he saw ten daughters. I just used ten. He saw ten daughters of David. And he says, I need one. And he began to dig deeper. And there be separation began until he came to a point that he had only one. God will find you faithful. Amen. The favor of God will be your portion. Amen. Number three, the Bible says she was espoused to be married to Joseph. And like I said, being a descendant of David, being espoused to be married to somebody who is a descendant of David, she was fully prepared. So what are we talking about? The Bible says, be ye not unequally what? With what? Some of us. What is holding back our favor is the fact that we are unequally yoked. 
She was a daughter of David. She was a spouse to be married to a son of David. You know what I mean by son, right? It's not as if her father and her mother, and, I mean, they have the same immediate father. But it was a lineage. Are you a child of God? You want to get married? And as far as you are concerned, the brother is tall. He has a car. He's a little bit light complexion. He's not as dark as your grandfather. And he's the ideal brother. And they are telling you that, I mean, don't go there, my sister. Say, eh, you, you don't want me. In fact, they are jealous of me. Is that not what you say? Say, don't mind her. She's jealous of me. Because nobody is talking to her. And they, in fact, two men have come to me now. Now she's jealous. She's telling me don't go there. And it is God speaking through her. Don't go there. I pray that you will not find out when it is too late. Amen. I say you will not find out when it is too late. I, I told us a story here last Sunday. Do we remember? Talking about this, this issue of favor. The man of God that came to meet me in my office. Who was going to get married to a sister. He saw a sister that was a, a child of God. He knew she was a daughter of God. But she was too plain for him. And he saw a sophisticated uh, sister that lives in church. I said, that's why I will marry. And a senior pastor came and said, <laughs> don't marry. This is your wife. He said, no, this one you call my wife is my sister. He said, are you related? I said, no, we are not related. He said, that is your wife. The reason the woman was in everything she was doing for him, she knew, she saw, and she gave everything. Nothing that was uh, a sinful relationship. But she realized that this was the man for her future. But the man, rather than look at her, was looking somewhere else. Until it was too late for him. He married the woman he wanted to marry. And when they were going to sacrifice him, he ran away. <laughs> Are we together, brethren? So, it's very important. Be not unequally yoked. And so, having been chosen as the one that will give birth to Jesus, what did Mary do? Number four, she released herself to the Lord for his use. She did what? She, Luke chapter 1 verse 38. Mary said, Behold the handmaiden of the Lord. Be it unto me according to your word. See, there are many things I don't understand though. You said I will have a son. I, I, you know what you are saying. I don't understand what you are saying. But I know that you are a servant of God. Be it unto me. According to your word. I am in God's hands. Tell somebody I'm in God's hands. If you are going to experience and enjoy and manifest divine favor, your life must be in whose hands? In God's hands. You need to get to that point where you say, Lord, I'm in your hands. Do with me as you deem fit. You know where they said, uh, in the original language, they said that the, 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 the calabash, right, you put in God's hands, will not be... Do we, you understand what I'm saying? When you commit yourself into God's hands, it's impossible for you to fail. That's what is impossible. For you to fail. Just relax. There are, brethren, I have prayed in the past. When I say prayer, I mean serious prayer. There are times I will be fasting for days, praying for something. And you know what? When eventually I get that thing I've been praying for, I realize I don't need it. 
Maybe it has never happened to you before. It's happened to me many times. If you learn to trust in God and not do things based on your own understanding, we, we spoke about it last week, God will lead you to the place of your rest. And I pray for someone here today, God will take you to the place of your rest. Amen. She released herself to him and said, Lord, I'm in your hands. Do with me as you deem fit. Then we get to the point of our mothers. When Jesus was born, that's my fifth point. Mary nurtured the prophecies about Jesus unto maturity. She did what? She nurtured, she groomed, she protected. She did not expose them prematurely. She didn't go around and say, ah, have you seen my boy? Ah, that boy is, is, is... Some of you will talk about their child. Say, that boy is a wizard. It's their child they're talking about. Too. They expose the child prematurely. The person you are talking to is the person that doesn't want your child to survive. And it's the one you are going to tell that, ah, do so, so, and so, and so, and so, ah. You know, like our elders will tell us, a pregnant woman does not go about saying what? Ah, they, will they not see? At the fullness of time, everybody will see that, ah, this sister is pregnant. But when you are just, uh, maybe four weeks pregnant, when the, 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 uh, that thing that they used to do tests, it has turned red or turned green or whatever it turns. Then he say, look at me, oh, as you see me, so. Now my mom twins, so. <laughs> Meanwhile, the person you are telling story to is what they call, uh, uh, the, the, I mean, the friend of the, or the, of the eye. <laughs> Somebody's in the spirit. The person is only your friend because you are talking. At your back, that's your number one enemy. And you can't be exposing your secret to that individual. And then they will say, ah, two weeks later, say in my dream, this man came and we just began to fight. And we just began to fight. And by the time I woke up, I just saw blood. It's your mouth. So that will help us in Jesus' name. Mary nurtured the prophecies about Jesus of Tobias. In Luke chapter 2, in Luke chapter 2, verse 16 to 20, we see the wise men. They came, the Bible says, with haste. They found Mary and Joseph and Jesus lying in a manger. And the Bible says, they made known the things which was told them concerning this child by the, uh, the, the, the angels. Remember? The angels gave them some information. They came and told them. And everybody that had wondered about these things that the shepherd said. But look at verse 19. That is the hallmark of a good mother. Say, but Mary did what? And did what? And pondered there in her heart. She kept these things. She pondered them in her heart. It was not a topic of discussion with anybody. It was something for her to keep and nurture. Let it grow. And brethren, Mary knew the type of son that she had. But she kept it in her heart. What will be your testimony as a mother? Are you the one that has built up that boy or that girl? Or are you the one that, have, that, has, that has destroyed that child? Some children hate their parents because when they were being molested, 
And they try to tell either the mother or the father that, Mom, see what is happening. See what your brother did to me. He said, hey, you want to destroy our family? This has never happened in our family before. You better shut up. But the girl is telling the truth. The girl is being defiled. The girl has no other place to go. And she's confiding in you as her mother. Tell someone they believe your children. You know, the problem many of us have is that we're not prayerful. We're not what? We're not prayerful. We're not prayerful. As a Christian, you cannot be a successful mother if you don't pray. Brother, that's the truth. Because our children is part of the growing process. They learn how to manipulate us. It's not that they are bad. You two did it. Abby, can anybody here tell me you didn't do it when you were young? We all did it. But as a praying mother, before the child finishes talking, you know the direction that things are going. Like a man of God said, he said, some people came and told him one or two things, and he told them, he said, wait, at night, God will reveal to me the truth. He said, the moment, because they knew that the way God dealt with him, if anything was not clear at night, truly, what would happen? They started confessing. Because they knew the truth. I'm sure many of our mothers here can tell us the stories of some things that our children have done. One way or the other, you will know. By the time it happens twice, those children know that what? There is no hiding place. So before mommy knows, the youngest one will come and say, Mommy, something happened though. Because he or she wants to be the one on mommy's side. Can you tell a woman near you, be a praying mother? You didn't tell that woman near Tell her, be a praying mother. Until you learn to pray. Until you learn to pray. Many things that should be at your fingertips will pass you by. Prophecies that you should nurture, you will destroy. She nurtured those prophecies. The, I mean, the, the case of the shepherds. Then we see the testimony of Simeon. Simeon. Bible scholars make us to understand that Simeon was in the temple doing what? Praying. God had told him, you will not die until the Messiah comes. So he was like the prophet that was praying that, Lord, let this Messiah do what? Let him come. And Jesus was born. And on the day of his dedication, Simeon was brought by the Holy Spirit into where? Into the temple. Said so the Messiah, I told you to wait for, he's here. The actual dedication of Jesus was not done by the priest. Was not done by one funny Levite or whatever. It was done by who? He carried the boy. Say, now, Lord, let thy servant. And he began to release prophecies upon him. And again, his mother had. And she kept these things. Where? In her heart. Like our elders will say, she kept those things in her left hand. So that she would not eat with them. How do, you, how do we know that she truly kept those things? When the day came for the ministry of Jesus to begin, who was the person that pushed her forward? It was the mother. Bible scholars make us to understand that by this time his father was gone. David was dead. I mean, what's his name? Joseph was dead. 
So, but she was invited to a, to a wedding. I mean, we have a lot of things to do this morning. In John chapter 2, John chapter 2, they were invited to a wedding in Cana of Galilee. His mother was there. And the Bible says in verse 3, when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus went and met them and said they have no wine. How, when did the boy start producing wine? <laughs> but she knew, like many of our mothers know, and that knowing, it's not, you see the, mo the, the mother was just, ah, something is wrong with uh, with John, and she would just start praying. Haven't you heard that before? Ah, please, I'm not comfortable. Pray, pray, pray for John. And by the time you hear at that particular time, if not for the prayer of mother, the story will be different. Brethren, if you pick nothing else from today's service, be a praying mother. When it was time for the ministry of, 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 of Jesus to start, they didn't go to, they weren't talking about ministry at all, though. She just learned that there was no wine. I said, Jesus, they have no wine. And the man said, well, <laughs> what's my business with that? But she, she knew better. Even she knew the timing. More than who? More than Jesus. Yes. Uh, after all, was she not the one that was told his name? She knew the timing more than him. And instead of arguing with him, she told the servant, whatever he says unto you, so she put Jesus on the spot. And instantly, the power of God came in. There was a rhema that was released into his life. And he told them, fill the water pot with what? With water. He didn't pray on it too. And then he told them, take the water, take it to the master of ceremony. At what point did the water become wine? That man tasted it and he said, this is the best wine I have, take, I have tasted in my life. And you know, brother, he never tasted any better wine after that day. Because in the history of mankind, that was and still is the best wine. It was the beginning of his, of, of his ministry. And you know what, brethren? Jesus is here to release new wine into yeah. some homes. Yeah. Is your home lacking in wine? God, there shall be a divine release into your home today in Jesus' name. Yeah. Is there a confusion? Confusion as to the way forward. Because the divine winemaker is here today. Because we are celebrating our mothers the way he didn't have, he didn't have an opportunity to celebrate Mary. Do you realize that? Jesus didn't have that opportunity to celebrate Mary. And so when we celebrate our mothers, he appreciates it. Do you realize that? He appreciates it. That's why the prayers of mothers, they are very powerful. When mothers pray for their children, great things happen. She obeyed. I mean, they, she gave her instruction. Jesus gave his instruction. Everybody obeyed and everybody went home happy. I pray for someone here today. The joy of the Lord will be your strength. Amen. The joy of the Lord will be your portion. Amen. 
Joy will not be lacking in your situation. Joy will not be lacking in your home. Joy will not be lacking in your marriage. Whatever the enemy has stolen from you, today there shall be a divine release. Because you are created for favor. The favor of God will locate you. Mary found favor. You will find favor. I said you will find favor. I said you will find favor. And because of that favor, this week as you step out, you will have a testimony. I said you will have a testimony. Paradventure, there are one or two things that are holding you back from enjoying and expressing this favor. This is the time to go before the Lord. I want you to bow your head and just pray. Maybe you know one thing. Maybe you know one area that you can say, this is why I am not experiencing or enjoying this favor. Oh, tell the Lord. Brethren, Jesus is here today. Tell him, Lord, like the song we sing, I have made you too small in my eyes. Oh, Lord, forgive me. Maybe that's where you stand. Tell the Lord, I need your favor. I need to enjoy your favor. I need a testimony. I want your favor to take me to a new height. This week, I'm not talking of next week. This week, Lord, I want your favor to take me to a new realm. I want a new encounter with you. I want a new song. I want to look back and say, ah, on Mother's Day 2023, Jesus did it. He did what no man can do. Talk to him. He's here for you. He's here with you this morning. And let his name be glorified in your life. Thank you. Why don't you begin to pray for our mothers? Begin to pray for our mothers. Say, Father, keep our mothers. Strengthen them. Reveal yourself unto them. Oh, and very importantly, say, Lord, grant our mothers the grace to pray. Ah, very important prayer. Fathers, are you praying? Fathers, are you praying? Say, Lord, grant our mothers the grace to pray. I know they pray already. Oh, because, brethren, the prayers of a mother avails, does a lot. Lord, grant our mothers the grace to pray. Are you in the house today? You are not born again? That's the starting point. Remember the first qualification of Mary for divine favor was that she was of the, of the lineage of David. And your entrance into that lineage is Jesus Christ. You are here, you are not born again. You can raise up your hands, we are going to pray together. You are watching us online, we are going to pray together. You, can, you cannot afford to leave this place without being aligned with the living God. Oh, you are with us, you are watching online. Just say with me, say, Lord Jesus, I come before the throne of mercy. Have mercy upon me. Have mercy upon me. Oh, I come and say, with that blood that was shed upon the cross of Calvary, Wash me. Make me whole. Write my name in the book of life. Let me be a, de a demonstration of your goodness, of your kindness, of your grace. And every one of us, brethren, let us pray. And say, this week, Father, let your favor set me apart. Wherever I go, whatever I do, whatever I lay my hands upon, this week, Lord, let your favor set me apart. Smile upon me, Father. Smile on me, smile on me. Whatever is depriving me of your goodness, Whatever is depriving of your promise, my life, take it away. Ah, Baba, fight for me. Lord, fight for me. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you for this moment. We we'll lift your name on high. Accept our thanks in Jesus' name. 
Father, you will touch us. You will uphold us. You will equip us. We will not fall. We will not fail. You continue to be our joy. You continue to be our portion. As we go out this week, Father, your favor will overshadow us. Whatever can be a hindrance on your favor upon our lives, Father, take it away. Be glorified and magnified, O Lord, for we are afraid in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. for listening to our sermon here on Christ Chapel TV. Tune in next time for the next sermon. God bless you.